All right, another episode of LTM Listen to Mario, and uh, I'm very excited for my guest, Stephanie Ziv. Now, I've known Stephanie for years. We met when she was a TV executive. She had a very important job. She was a very big deal here in Hollywood. Anyway, she gave it up to pursue something totally different, life coaching, working with some really prominent people, too, kind of like that character in Billions, which I love. Anyway, fascinated by her story, so let's get to it. Listen to Mario! Stephanie Ziv. So good to see you, Zivendez. I make everyone Latino, as you know. You Only do. if I like them. I give them a nickname or I give a little Latin flavor to it or Latinx. Have you heard that expression, by yes, the way? Yes, I have. I am so over that. I, I don't know exactly what it means. You know why? Because it doesn't mean anything. You're trying to <laughs> like the non-binary, creating these words fluid. to try yeah. to change perception. It's yeah, it's a whole mm-hmm. like, come on. You know how I feel about all that. Anyway, good to see you. You know, there was a joke for a long time. I didn't know if you knew my first name. Stephanie, right? Yes, yes, it's Stephanie. Yes. Yes. Look at that. It's only what, 12 years? <laughs> Gosh, well, that's the thing. We've known each other for a long time. When we met, I was doing a movie of the week on the Oxygen Network. Yes. With uh, Mark Consuelos, Kelly Ripa's husband. Um, what was it called? Husband for Hire. Yes. That's right. Husband for Hire, a romantic a comedy. Guy. I was a bad guy. And a few times I was a bad you were guy. A That's bad right. Guy, former menudo dancer. That's right. And I did a menudo <laughs> dance. We got to pull that up and get that um, that little dance clip. I should post that for like a throwback Thursday. But that's right. I had to learn. And with a choreographer, I did a whole menudo routine. <laughs> yes. 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 I like that. That was a highlight for me. Um, but you were the executive in charge. I was. Of this network, and you were so cool. We hit it off, and obviously, we we remained friends. But how did you go from like basically running this network to now being an a life coach? Like, how does one that doesn't seem like a natural transition? No, you don't think? No, I mean, you were always. I kind of <laughs> well, when we became friends, you were always really great at advice. Well, thanks. When I went, and and well, that's just because you're smart, and nice. And I only solicit advice from people that are smart, <laughs> nice, and honest with me. You're so nice. thank you. Uh, so how did what, what what was the genesis there? Well, first of all, let me acknowledge you because you are one of the only people that actually remained my friend when I made that transition. <laughs> See, I liked yeah. you for you, right? Right, you did. I mean, that's Pretty saying a lot. I always say that about you. Oh, you know, because I feel like we do have a genuine friendship, and it was not based on needing or wanting anything. It oh, was like just Hollywood like, stuff? Yeah, like right, Hollywood right. stuff. You know, for Well, me, you're a New Yorker, so you're not Hollywood. This is I am a vibe. New Yorker, but I was in Hollywood for many years. No, no, I know, but you yeah. just still had that very New, my soul. That my New soul York New soul York. and vibe, which I think, because I love New York. I, yes. love it. I, I like to visit it. Yep. I love sun all the time. That's why I'm here in LA. <laughs> but, you know, but I love New York, the people and that vibe and energy. Yep. Yeah. And that's, and that's you. Anyway. I mean, when I lived in LA, I had my foot, I was, I worked at DreamWorks and I worked at, I, I worked worked for, you know, I, I worked on, on pilots and different television shows. And then I also um, had my foot in the world of personal development. So I don't even know if you know this, but I did a, I did something, I did a year of a master's in spiritual psychology while I was here. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds kind of cool. I know it was cool. And the premise of that whole thing, which is a little super woo woo if, if, uh, but it's, but I like it, which is if we're souls having a human experience, what are we here to learn? So like looking at everything as earth school and everything that triggers you as your teacher and what do we get to learn? And I love all that because I feel like we're humans and we are, there's just so much going on. I think it's a great lens to even look into to 
get more joy, to thrive, to 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 heal, to rise up, to you know, it, it be helps it to be a better person, all the things. Yeah. So um, then I made my dream come true to move to New York. So I didn't actually finish that program, and then I ended up, um, and, and then I moved there, and I was at Oxygen. And but I still always had my foot in that world. And then um, there came a point where I was a VP, and I was I was given the opportunity to put my name in um, the ring for an SVP. And I was like, I do not want that job, you know? Really? Yeah. Which and is one of the most coveted jobs. It was a big coveted job. It yeah. would have been a big deal. It would have changed the trajectory of my of my life. Right. right? And female and the yeah. power position. Totally. Well, what a trip. And you said no. So I didn't put my hat in the ring and I, and at the same time I was dating a guy that I thought I was going to marry and I was the breadwinner. And I said to him one day, I said, if I wanted to stay at home and have, you know, and be like a stay at home mom, how, how would that be? And he said, well, if that's who you are, then I'm not the man for you. And I said, okay, well, we're done here. And Wow, um, that is cold as ice. Are you serious? So yeah. wait, wait, so he, there's a whole community, this is what blows me away about LA. There's a whole community of men that just sponge off of women. Yeah. I, I never saw that growing up, but there's like a gang of dudes out here that just, they're kept men. And that trips me out. Yeah. Now, there's nothing it's wrong that, with like a stay at home dad. I get that right. if you're pulling your weight, but just, just being taken care of. Right. And it's the weirdest thing. And he was, he was not for me and yeah. I was not for him. And so that ended. Clearly. How'd you and fall for someone like that? But anyway, I don't go, go know. <laughs> it's a, it was, it was a very, very it was too long of a lapse of reason. And yeah. now I'm, now I'm, now I'm, I'm back. All right. So he bounced. But so, so he left. And then what happened was actually, there was a big job that came up at NBC as an SVP there. And I was like, and then someone put someone here in LA, put my hat in the ring there, but it was for a, a big job in New York. So I went, I went and met with a career counselor and uh, to get myself all ready for this thing. And um, that and then the job went away, meaning the job moved back to L.A. where I did not. I, I you know, as much as I love you, I didn't want to live here. So you should have had these conversations with me. I would have tried to, I would have convinced you. I know. That, but I was like, this does not feel right. So I, so I was like, OK, well, I'm going to let that go. Now I have three more sessions left left with this woman. And I had said to her, you know, the spiritual I, advisor, she wasn't a spiritual advisor. She was just a career counselor. Oh, a career wasn't counselor. Even called Sorry. A coach then. So she <laughs> says to me, I said to her, you know, if I could do anything, you know what I, I said? I would actually facilitate personal development workshops. And she said, why don't you be a life coach? I was like, I have no idea what that is. So, um, yeah, when did that become a thing? It became a thing like 30 years ago, really? but it's only become a more popular thing recently. And the problem mm. is that a lot of people can just hang the shingle and not have a certification. That was not going to be me. I need some letters behind my name. I'm a legit New Yorker. I'm like, I would never go to someone who didn't have some sort of training. Right, credibility <laughs> you know? to them, right. Yeah, it's like you wouldn't go to a yoga teacher who wasn't, right. who wasn't certified, right? Yeah, because I kind of um, consider myself life coach-esque. You're life coach-esque. <laughs> but I don't have uh, letters <laughs> behind my name. Here's no, the thing I like about- Because I feel, honestly, I feel like I'm pretty good at, at giving um, my friends when asked advice. I think I'm coming from a good place, I'll be honest with them. But, but yes, you're right, there is a- I get a skill set. Here's the difference. Is that the, is the, that the, the difference is that you giving advice to your friends is you as a friend giving advice to your friends. The difference is also that, uh, we are that the coaches are not meant to be the advice givers. They are really designed. It's, it's really about asking powerful questions because I'm ah, not the expert of you. You're the it. expert of you. So my advice doesn't actually matter despite so, the fact that I give you some advice sometimes. 
I'm more and life. That really does matter, actually. Got it. Got it. <laughs> okay. So th- th- then I'm essentially more life coach adjacent. Your life coach adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Yeah, exactly. Okay. As you were, you turned out your t- yeah. two networks. You're going to be a VP <laughs> women. You don't see that position. Why didn't you talk to me? I would have totally convinced you. See, there would have been my life coach in me right there. I, I was like, what's the matter with you? Right. Um, nobody's. Okay. So wh- why? Because didn't- I think from a value standpoint, I was like, I, you know, at that time, to- at that time, the, you know, when I did my, the movie I did with you was the last movie I did. And it was. And I loved those movies. They were sweet and they were right. loving and they were funny. And I remember you telling me now I remember they were starting to get into like bad girls. Club yes, that's exactly right. And you're like, I don't want to part, be part of that. I <laughs> did not want to be a part of that. In fact, they started. Because that to, was some hood ghetto. They, <laughs> in fact, at Oxygen, I would go in there and they would want notes, you know, and I my note was, why are we doing this? Like we are a women's network who and now you're going to put women hating women and beating women up. Like, I don't get it. They're like, Stephanie, you're banned from this meeting. And they banned me from the meeting. I was wow. never allowed back into a, a bad girls club meeting. Bad girls club. And it had yeah. spinoffs. Oh, it was. Yes. <laughs> and it was like one of the most successful franchises of that network ever. Wow. You know, see, look at that. What does that say? So I was like, this is not aligned with my values. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> so, my spiritual advisor would not approve. <laughs> right, exactly. So I, I, I Or career really, counselor, sorry. It wasn't working. I just couldn't, I couldn't, I was having trouble going to work. I loved my, what I, here's what I loved. I loved, I loved managing my team. I loved my people. I loved connecting. I loved being the coach, right? I loved being that kind of a leader. I, I was during the transition where NBC was end up, you know, was going to buy Oxygen, uh-huh. everybody was freaking out except me because I was like, I just got certified, and, and you know, it was like November twelfth. Right. I got let go on November twenty eighth with a severance. But but before that happened, everybody was coming into my office crying, freaking out. What am I going to do? And I would at <laughs> all my coaching, I was like. If you could do anything, what would you do? And I had people say, I would be an olive farmer in Italy. I'm like, do that. Yes, go do that. They, they didn't. But, you know, but that's what I, I was excited to hear. If you didn't have this construct, what would you do? Right. You know, so it became I really had like I gave free coaching. It was like the, my best um it was like my best practice. So, okay. So wait a minute. So when did you have this like epiphany or, or this moment of clarity that this is what I want to do? It was, life coach? that was 2006. And then January, that was like July, summer of 2006. And then July, and then January of 20 of 2007, I ended up going to get certified. So I was quietly being certified on the side while I was at Oxygen. And then I, then <laughs> I was a side hustle. I had a side hustle. <laughs> and on um, like one of the last days, you know, be, before I had just gotten certified, I was in the ladies room at Oxygen, which of course is a lot of ladies in there. And I found myself talking to, um, I, I was talking to someone about the fact that I just got certified and then someone walked out of, of one of the stalls and said, you know, I'm looking for a life coach. So what, what, what does the sort of certification process look like? Um, for my program, which was, a an international coaches, um, What's it? Oh my God! The ICF. I see it paid off. Yeah, it's paid off. I have no idea. No, it was so so long ago. Where are those letters? Um, We're taking those letters behind your name. It's for the accredited programs, which mine was, (laughs) which I remember so vividly. Um, The process is that there's it's like a nine month process, and the last six months of it, you're actually coaching people. Hmm. And actually, I coached someone on my very first day. That like I had to come there with someone that I was going to be ready to call at later that day and um, and coach. And so it's like it's like completely experiential in that way. 
and yeah. And what, how, what does a life coach do exactly? Because to me, correct me if I'm wrong, I've always interpreted it as some, like a gym coach, if you will, someone who's training you physically and puts you on a program and getting you on the right path physically mm-hmm. for your lifestyle. Is that essentially what you're doing as a life coach, but mentally, psychologically, getting them on the right path, having them look, get, get, uh, giving them some structure? Is, is, is it along yeah. those lines? It's a combo package of who are you being and what are you doing? So it's not just about the doing. It's it's a mindset shift. It's like, you know, you are, I, you know, I always ask you this question. I'm like, what is it that drives you? What is it that, like, how do you get up every morning and do what you do? And I got bills to pay and kids uh, well, to feed. Well, that is exactly what you said. I, I always say this. I'm like, I because I, I was so earnest about it. I'm like, Mario, what is it? What's your mission? Whatever. You're like, uh, money. <laughs> You're like, Zivendez, it's not that complicated. But if we, yeah. if we dove into that, I would guess that it would be something a little bit meatier, like freedom or something. Wait, really? Well, we could dive, because I'm pretty transparent. But re- one thing about the because I want to get into that, but the, t- there's a show on TV that's one of my favorite shows. I think I've mentioned it to you. It's called Billions yeah. on Showtime. Awesome show. And um, Axe, who runs his big venture capital firm and is a billionaire and very successful and makes a ton of decisions a day, he doesn't make any of his big moves without his in-house yeah. life coach. There, right. Which is, is a fascinating character and I love her. And all these guys who are wildly successful on the show and really intelligent, they, they, they feel like they need her. But is that – so even men who – or women for that matter who are at these high levels, um, did it surprise you thinking that these incredibly successful people still sort of long or, or look for these – because I would always think like you would one would want something like to get to that point. But even at this point, or maybe that's why going back to like the gym trainer to stay in shape. Yeah. Right. Yes. I mean, to going, going back or? to the So that I just feel like we cannot do this life alone. We cannot do business alone. Right. We are interdependent people. Doesn't mean we have to be codependent, but we are not independent. Right. I mean, we're just not that, that that's a misnomer. No, we, we're need, not right. doing anything by ourselves. Right. We're yeah, not, we're not a you know, team effort, someone you team effort, even the, even our food. Like there are a million steps before we eat something that got us that food. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, I think people at high, high levels, I mean, the C-suite coaching, I mean, I'm very much in the executive coaching world right now. Really? So you're like the Billions character. I am. Wow. Except I don't that's work so for cool. anyone corrupt. You don't work for anyone corrupt. <laughs> let's be clear. Where's the loyalty? And I have never received a million dollar car. So let's just right. say, right. Okay, so, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. And I'm, I'm a, I'm, I don't really need a car. You know what? That Oh, that's right. You're in New York. I'm but New York. I bet you that character on that show probably helped your life coach community, right? I don't, you know, it, <laughs> it, it raised the awareness level for sure. Maybe. I right? think a lot of high level executives and people and high performers have coaches. Huh. It's like, it's like, think about Olympians, right? It's yeah. like anything to get better. You're and having another person in your corner, especially one who's, who's helping you to see things differently or, or ask questions that you might not have thought of is unlocking a potential that you don't even hmm. know you have yet necessarily. Right? right. Because we think about it. We, we, there's a little bit that we know that we know, you know, that your name is Mario, you know, that I'm sitting in front of you, you know, you know, you know who you're married to. Then there's a little bit that you know that you don't know. What don't you know? What do you know that you don't know? What do I know that I don't know? Yeah. I don't know a lot. I know that. Do you know how? I kind of fake through everything, do you to be know honest how, with well. you. I come in here and just kind of, I, I kind of like just act like I know it and then people believe it. Do you know that you, <laughs> do you know how to do brain surgery? Of course not. Do you know how to fly a plane? 
No. Okay, so those are things that you know that you don't okay, know. Okay, well, there's let's a lot say, of those. <laughs> let's say that's ten percent of the pie. Then there's this ninety percent that we don't know that we don't we, we don't know what we don't know that we don't even know we don't know, right? <laughs> That's a say lot that. of we don't say know. Say that 10 times fast. <laughs> right, right, but right. But that's where the possibility lives. So right. I think that when when these high-level executives or even just, you know, an individual is hiring a coach, it is with the intent to unlock the possibilities. It's the intent to dive into what else is possible, whether you have thought about it or not. It's to unlock this potential. And going back to, like, what a coach does, it is not just about the coach creating the program for the client. It's really about helping the helping the client access that inner wisdom, that inner knowing, that expertise within. Right. right? So it is a gym coach for your it mind. Is, it is. It's, it's, a, like, it's, a, it's a fitness trainer for your mind. It's like having a personal trainer for your life. Right. How, do they go in with, do a clients go in with um, a certain agenda? Like, I just want to perform better in my business. Yeah, I mean, or is it or do most go in? I want to find be open more to love or what am I doing to turning that off? Is it or or, do you understand what I'm saying? Is it is it usually pretty uh, uh, channeled towards one thing or is it just they overall want help? My experience is that people come in to coaching for a reason that is obvious and tangible and other things are then presented. Presented. What is usually the reason? Like, I'll give you an example. I just came off of a call before I got here with I have a, a, a senior executive at a at a national company and um, she is a badass and powerful woman. She, right. Okay, she and she <laughs> is it. Yeah, I got just. Somebody <laughs> You're like, really? There's a woman executive. That's so. No, interesting. no, I didn't meant that. But what the interesting. You, I'm, I'm searching you've been out thinking about men. No, yeah, I've been thinking about men. That's what I was saying. That's was thinking, interesting. Yeah, I was thinking. Why men are you that only would thinking go, about men? I, I I don't know. I would think the opposite gender. I'd want another perspective. I don't know. Maybe getting just to hear another uh, opinion is that is that is that odd? I would probably just because I would think like I, how a man. It's your Latin. I already roots. think how a, no. I'm not trying to be. <laughs> I would already think how a man would think. I want to hear from a woman's perspective that maybe. So, so you would hire a woman. I would coach. hire a woman coach. Is what I I'm see. saying. That's what was interesting that a woman. No, that's a woman okay. Coach, that's interesting. That you know what I mean. I would yeah. think that she would make. I don't think it ever coach. matters. I, I, I'm sure it doesn't. I, I'm just saying. I don't think it never matters. I think that that there there has to be a, a coach fit for sure. Right. Right. Personality wise. Right. A thousand percent. So this executive. What so she this want? executive. So she came in um, really being, you know, gangbuster. And how, how can I? She's already a ridiculously high performer performing higher. Right. She's an endurance athlete. She has two children. She is. She is unstoppable. She's unbelievable. I like her. And she's amazing. <laughs> and and. And now what's happening, I've been working with her for several months and what's happening is like she's kind of unlocking this other part of her that doesn't feel like it would look like what an executive might unlock, which is kind of a deeper capacity for um, compassion and um, and love even, which sounds so potentially counterintuitive to just being this high level performer, right? But there is something kind of extraordinary about what, that is, it's like we're stronger with, you know, I think the more holistic she have time for it or she's not, no, it's not even it. about relationship love. It's not even like, it's just like, what if she were being the essence of this quality in her work, in her life and with her kids in her, you know, the holistic version of her, right. what is possible then that kind of, it taps into that, okay, the access of like, right. what else is possible? And that's a state of mind. It's a beingness. It's something other than just like, what are we doing? We think we're, we're always human doings, but right. we, we, we are really human beings. So 
whoever we're being, whatever part of us is sitting at the head of the table is dictating play. If we're dictating from a place of being mean, then that's going to perpetuate and facilitate more meanness in the world. If you're if you're operating from a place of compassion and presence and and empathy, that's going to involve and evolve more of that. I always try to come from. Uh, a, a good place and a place of love. I yeah. Think, I feel like you can't really uh, go wrong, but doesn't something always suffer if you're trying to do a lot? Is it, I mean, it's sort of hard to have that. Ad- I always worry, like personally, I, I don't want to come home and I do a million things during the day. I don't want to come home and give my family leftovers. Right. Right. Do I don't, you? I don't want, sometimes I'm exhausted and I'll suck it up for, you know, for the kids and they want to play and they want to wrestle and then, you know, and I don't want my wife and she wants to hear about stuff and I don't want to talk about it just sometimes because I've all, all I've been doing is talking right all day and going from the radio to TV to meetings to do another stuff Are and you- then come home. So, you know, and so and so I like kind of bite down and 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 I'll have conversations that to, to be quite honest, I really don't want to have. Right. Because I'm tired. Right. <laughs> and I just want to get home and chill. And and uh, and usually it's after my therapy or before it was after jujitsu or boxing. I'm just I'm just tired. I right. just want to show. But that's not fair. I realize I can't just come home and just don't talk to me. <laughs> I can't have do you the have, kids. Do you have five the minutes, kids don't bother me. No, I do it. Yeah. But I'm just saying I'm like kind of making like forcing. I'm not embracing it. Like, of course, I look forward to seeing my family and that, but I just feel like I'm burning. I'm working really hard for them. Right. As, yes. as you know, you know, and I love my family. You know that it's just I, I just I struggle with sometimes like, God, I don't want to give them, come home and just give them leftovers either. What do you want to give them? I want to have the same energy that I tack my whole rest of my day with. Right. You know, so but I'm human, you, like you said. So you, I only have so much. Are, I only have so many, is, you know, which is what makes you so good. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, well, the gas tank has only got but so many listen, gallons, right? I think, but but to me, there's like a million other things in there. It's like, what is you know, you are a doer. I mean, boy, you are really, you are a, as I like to say, you're a doer, right? You're a doer. <laughs> and so the question really becomes like, what are you doing? That like, are, is there any space that you can take in your day so that you're not just completely depleted by the end of the day? Not really, because I'm always of the mentality that as soon as I slow down, things are gonna start to go south but that is that is exactly a mindset that's going to keep you in this perpetual state of not being present because you think that something's going to go wrong if you stop so that's the place where you have an opportunity to shift that narrative Maybe my, after my kids story. are out of college and stuff. But I'll still, slowly. that's no. That's <laughs> Catholic not, school is very expensive. Zip, I understand. And so is, uh, but <laughs> but don't you? And, but you know, it's like it's like people who meditate talk about how. Do you meditate? You know, I pray. Okay. So that's I feel like that's my form of meditation, and I do that every day, every night, and uh, that's my my good one. And then uh, a little bit uh, in the morning, quickly, to be honest, maybe just because I got to start the day. You should, but at maybe, the end of the day, maybe if I can offer you a prayer. I'll pray, take all the prayers. Pray I can to <laughs> to experience ex- time expanded. You know, that'd be like a superpower. I would love that. But but it's possible. It's like if people who meditate. I when I when I meditate, which is so you're a fan of meditation. I like it. Yeah, you suggest it. And my experience is that that when I meditate on the days I meditate, my my day is longer. I feel there's more spaciousness in my day. So there's more to get done. But but what I'm saying to you is you have this story, which most people do. Most people run on an unconscious narrative that, you know, that ends up creating their experience. OK, so we are powerful creators yeah. and we are constantly creating. It's like I talk about this in terms of people's results. 
you're if you it's like if you want to know what you want, look at what you have. We're always creating. But then people will say, well, I want to be in a relationship, but I don't have a relationship. I'm like, well, what part of you is telling a story that you're not worthy of or you really don't want it? Right. Or there's a part of you that likes your freedom. Oh, you or... go deep. You go deep. I like oh, it. yeah. Come on. Do, is most of your stuff <laughs> is my, real quick before I ask this, though, do, a lot of successful people, I assume, meditate. I I found? think so. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a really powerful tool that actually allows you to be still, take a time out. The stillness is really important and it does yeah. it does expand time in my experience. I know that sounds like super, you know, woo-woo, but it does. You no, know, I'm for like tell you, you know I go to church every week. I know. And, and um, but you I know feel those, guilty when I don't, and so I'll go well, light a candle. Productive. No, you know, but what what how is that serving you to feel guilty? I feel guilty because I feel like I if as busy as I am and as blessed as I've been, if I can't take an hour out of my week to say I know, thanks and this, and then I'll go back. I, I just, I don't know, it's Catholic guilt. But then, uh, but, it's, but it's a useless emotion that's wasting your energy. I don't want to feel that way. It's well, just then the way choose it, is. it differently. Wait, but you can't force yourself to feel you a certain way. You can choose differently. You are, you are choosing to feel guilty. It is a story you're telling yourself. It, and, and you and a million other people who are listening. Right. We all do it to ourselves. It is the so you're you're representing quite well for the for the the common the common folk. Yeah. You know, and and not just even the common folk. I mean, for everybody, everybody feels stuff that is just a waste of energy. Think about if you were to bottle all the times that you felt guilty, how much more time would you have? Yeah, I don't feel that guilty that often, just on the weekends. All right, well, let <laughs> That's it go. That's the only time. You need to replenish on the weekends. Don't feel guilty. No, I do. If I don't go, if I go to church, I'm fine then. If I go to mass, I'm fine. But, but why? You can sit here and pray right no, now. No, I know, it's I like, know. You know. But it's like I always feel like, really, you can't take an hour out of your day? I blessed you with this much, you can't do you take an think, hour? Do you think God <laughs> is upset with you? Yeah. Really? I feel like, yeah. Really? I feel, if, I'm like, if I was like an employer and I was taking care of my employee and I asked him to do something out of respect... They couldn't take an hour out of the week. God didn't ask you to do it. The Bible is is saying things. It's all, it's all. (laughs) That's another, that's a whole other episode. It's like down the street from my house. I should go. I go. Don't um, say here, the should thing is that's the, that's the bad, that's where, where that. The should thing is bad. You don't want to should all over yourself, as they say. I don't want to should? Yeah. You don't want to should all over yourself. (laughs) Well, what happens? It's like, you know. There's, if, if you have, again, it goes back to the story. It's, it, yes, it's unnecessary. If, if, think about how you would be with your kids if they're saying, I should do this, I should do that, and not stuff that you think that they also should, should, in quotes, do. But what, if, if you were, I talk about this, you know, turning chore into choice. If, if, if we're looking at something as a chore, then the energy around it is going to be weighted and heavy and angry right. and guilty and right. upset. And That's all how I things. feel about my DVR because I can't get through all the shows. So you are shooting all over yourself. <laughs> I'm shooting all over myself with TV. You know, there's so much good TV. Yeah. I almost don't enjoy it because like, oh, as soon as I right. finish Narcos, so, I got to go. I got to get into a handmade sale. And then I got, it's like, it's like, it's, 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 I'm not enjoying it as much right. as I should. So you get to choose. Too much I'm shooting. You are shooting all over yourself. Yeah, I'm shooting. I'm, I'm, I'm such a shooter. I didn't know that. You See, are. This is good. You're a shooter. Uh, and, and what about, what are your thoughts on New Year's resolutions? I don't like it's, that word. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like the word resolution. Resolution feels very absolute to me. And like, you're, it's just, yeah, it, you're, that, you're there's always no evolving, flexibility. Right? Right. Yeah, there's no flexibility. Right? I am, I am a rare, you know, I don't know if I have heard a coach say this, but for me, I am a fan of like change the goal to meet the goal. It's like, for instance, <laughs> how convenient, isn't that convenient? But, but <laughs> I say it like you just, you just, you just did. What, what did you do to your Achilles heel? I ruptured it. You ruptured it. So if you were supposed to run a marathon and then you ruptured your Achilles heel, 
and the and the marathon was a week later, would you still run the marathon? I wouldn't be capable. Right. So you have to change the goal to meet the goal, right? Right. So, so a new, so year's the new goal becomes healing. And- yes, exactly. And yeah. I think that there's always reasons for that stuff. I think the, you know, the universe will wake us up if we're not getting the message. You, yeah, well, you had to slow down. It's funny that you say that because I actually had a goal because I just got my blue belt in jujitsu. Oh, congratulations. Was, thank you. Which I got in pretty quick time, like half the I time. I have no doubt. Because I was, yes, you know, anything because, I do, I'm excessive. Because I do you're it a crazy intense person. And, <laughs> so my goal was I was going to get my purple belt. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get it in half the time. Mm. And usually that takes about two and a half years. Oh, and I my wanted God. to get it in about a year or so. And, <laughs> and then when I got, because I was going to go off in and you know, my wrestling background tells um when I got hurt, I obviously couldn't do it. It just put everything on a year track. It got, that was the first time I ever got a little bit depressed. Uh-huh. And I never, I never have gotten depressed. And I got like, I got depressed. That's, I, I've never been immobile. I've never been, um, I, I just, just still. Yeah. You <laughs> had to had get to super present. Down. I had to get super present, had to slow down. And then I, it took me a minute to kind of get out of that funk and to just focus on healing and being in a better place. And, and now fast forward, I've got the medical boot off a few weeks back, but it's, I'm not depressed, but I'm a little frustrated that I'm not healing as quickly as I want. Cause they didn't want me doing anything until June. Um, but my goal was more January, February. <laughs> <laughs> so I always want to move the goal. Like, but I always um, want to do it a different sooner. schedule. Yeah. Yeah. So I want, I told the doctors, that's not going to work for me. That's way too long. <laughs> I said, so I'm going to have to get to, so that but I then, struggle but with then, that. Right. Because, but then what, what you're not doing is you're not respecting the, the process, right? You're not, because if you're pushing something, you could re-injure yourself. Like we no, don't you're know. Right. You're right. So right? So it's right. kind of like, th- to me, this is a divine intervention for yeah. you, you know? Where if you can look at it like that, where going back yeah. to what I said. Yeah, I feel like God made me want to like yeah, slow down. Like you, you were doing too much. That's right. Burning the candle both ends. You need to right. slow down and be still. And and I think in this, again, it goes back to that belief in the stillness and does that expand? Do you get more time? If you're constantly spinning and being in that doing space and not taking a breath, you're even missing out, right? Because yeah. you're not even, because even guilt is like you're, you're focusing on what you don't want rather than what you do. And then you're creating more of that. Yeah. You are a powerful creator. You have to be really conscious about what you are creating from a place of who are you being and what is that story that you're telling yourself. I'm getting I'm getting animated like thinking passion. about you. I Thank like you. the passion. I want to I want to slow you down. I need to I need to be more like you. You need to be more like me. <laughs> we meet in the middle. We'll meet See, in the we'd middle. Be good, we'd be a good balance. I could be a little more motivated in the exercise place. I could, you know. <laughs> you look great. Oh, you're nice. talking about. Thank you. So, if you don't like resolutions, what do you call them? Um, I call them results or goals. I, I mean, I, I call I call them result statements. But the way that I have people do it is, I, I mean, the way that I ask people to actually create their their result statements when I work with them is, I have them write a a day in their extraordinary life or their awesome life 10 years from now, or if you want to do it, if, if it's, if it's the next year, I have them write out um, a vision for the year, like right. what, and, and I have them write it in the first person as if it's happening right the second and as if it's already done. Right. right. So like, I'm so happy and grateful. I wake up today. I've, I've, I'm, I'm fitting into my little black dress that I, that I, you know, I haven't worn since high school. I'm, 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 you know, I, I I'm with the love of my life. I've got da, 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 whatever it is. Right? right. Or I just, I'm so happy and grateful. I just, I completed the, the, um, 
like the marathon or whatever the the thing is, right? right? The problem is that most people, they don't envision what they really want and they certainly don't think about why they want it. Mm. And oftentimes, especially because we know it's going to be a lot of, I want to lose weight. I always like the statement, if you lose weight, you're going to find it. So let's release it, right? <laughs> um, and if you're going to- Or gonna, it'll find you. Or it'll find you. <laughs> and if you're releasing it, like what is really, what is the weight? What What is the weight about? Is it, is it are, are you releasing- unworthiness are you releasing a story about um guilt are you like what is the physical weight is always a, an indication of some other um internal weight or 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 emotional weight that we're holding on to don't you think it's not ever just about the physical weight that we are letting go so if that's a if that's a goal or a resolution or a a, a, a result it doesn't really matter what you call it it's really just about the relationship that you have to it the experience I think with most people with, with New Year's resolutions is that they like by January 28th, there's nobody in the gym anymore. Right. right? They're, they're like super, they're, 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 they're super, fired they're fired up. And then it, and then it fizzles out because right. people are not connected to their why. Right. So that's really, I think the most important thing is to come up with your thing that you want to create and know why. And then that goes into how do how do you stay accountable? Right. You know, but I think before you can stay accountable, you have to know why this is important to you and what it really means. And is it just about looking good? Or, you know, you always say you work out for for um, sanity, not vanity. Yes. And that is something that keeps you very committed. Correct. Right. And, and then ironically, another thing I'm struggling with now that I'm getting older. You're I, getting older. I have to you don't look it. Well, thank you. But my body's <laughs> telling me it and I have to sort of adjust now and. That's the part of the thing. I like doing these physical things like boxing and jujitsu. It makes me feel young. I feel alive. Yeah. Plus I got, a, you know, a lot of testosterone still, I guess. So I just <laughs> want to get it. I just get it out. But that's a really thing. I'm wrestling around or fighting with guys in their twenties and stuff. And it makes me, makes me feel young. Um, and I, I got it. I got, I can't do that as often because my body's breaking down, torn rotator cuff, ruptured Achilles, you know, your body is talking to you. I know. And it you, sucks. I don't want to play golf. I don't want to do, you know, I don't want to do that sort of thing. I don't want to, I feel like I'm too young for that. Well, just, I would ask you, what does it mean to feel young? I feel alive. But is it, but, but what is that? So where else do you feel alive? Is it only when you're beating 20 year olds up? Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's a big, big part of it. <laughs> it's a big part of it, to be honest. And I have young kids and I started late, right? Yeah. So my dad, when he was my age, I was already... In my tw early 20s. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. So my dad had a lot of energy. Yeah. You know, and he's, I'm fortunate to still have him now, but I gotta, I want to stay young too, because my kids, you know, they're little. Right. So I want to be able to be able to keep up. With I would be really curious to know. What I plan meditation... to be about 120, just so you know. Oh, but I have I'm no doubt. <laughs> but there's going to be technology for that too. Right. Right. Yeah. I heard it's already happening. Yeah, it's so. happening. Um, but I would be so curious to know what would happen with you if you were meditating. And how that would impact I your... I told you, I pray. You want me to... No, I know, but to, praying... You want me to meditate yeah. in addition to the prayer? Exactly. Yes. Okay. A friend of mine wrote a book called Just Sit. And it's uh, the the subtitle is for people who who don't meditate, but know they should or something That's like me. that. That's me. Yeah. It's most <laughs> of us. It's a really funny book and it's yeah. great and it's totally digestible. Yeah. And um, I love it. My, so, my brother-in-law, Kylie Wong, great guy. Couldn't mm -hmm. ask for a better guy to marry my sister. Um... He went to Stanford real smart. He was a professional football player, whatever. Uh, anyway, he's big into meditation. 
like big, like like an hour or two sometimes. Wow. But then again, he's got like four kids, so I told him he just needs time to right, have time exactly. off the kids. But <laughs> the we in, in, on top of the garage. They built like a little dance studio for the kids. And then he's got a meditation room. Oh, that's great. And so he's always telling me and he gives me these things to listen to. Is it to. an app? Oh, and I feel you? bad. There's some, there's an app and, there's yeah. the, and I feel bad because like I lie to him. I'm like, yeah, let's do it, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad because I know he means well. And More he's, guilt. By the way, yes. And by the way, he is the most, he's got the best energy, best personality. And he's, he's got such a chilled out sort of zen-like quality. It's like he is living proof of everything. And he's an exerciser. He was, he's a yeah, he's, football he's a, player. Yeah, he's, right. a, he's a professional Does athlete. he feel alive? You I've think never a, asked him you if he think felt alive. alive. Right now, your only relationship with feeling alive is being physical. Yes. And there's and I would ask you what else Well, it would be physical and it used to be sexual, but now I'm married, so I got to... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my two ways to really feel alive. I can't feel that alive. I can't be that woke. <laughs> there might be. Well, that, that's all good. But there, it, there might be another layer of, of exploration for you yeah. and what alive means. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it would be so interesting, especially given the fact that you've been the doer for your whole life. I mean, right? Yeah. Well, we'll see. It would be really interesting. <laughs> let's, let's see. Have you ever done yoga? I've done it a couple of times. It's a good stretch. It's a good stretch, but not, not, not a spiritual practice. <laughs> not a spiritual practice. I think yoga is a great complement yeah. to um, your workout program, not in lieu of a, of a, right. No, of not a for you. Program. For sure. Not for me, but uh, as I'm getting older, I want to start incorporating a little bit more because I feel it'll help with less uh, uh, problems with injury yeah. and what have you. So and I actually am going to start to incorporate a little bit more. And by the way, I don't think... And like you, a hot yoga. I like to sweat. Yeah. You don't have to meditate for two hours either. You can meditate for two minutes and build up to like even... Oh, I, be, I meditate bite for... Bite-size meditation. Bite-size. I like that. I am a 15-minute meditator. You're a 15-minuter? Yep. Wow. Okay. Okay. I like that. I and like that. There are apps and there are different ways to do it, but I am a silent, probably like the silence, but it's really just about breathing. But it's so, I would re, I, I, I got to revisit the app. I got to revisit yeah. the app, but I, I'm, but the breathing thing. Yeah. No, I think, okay. I want to talk real quick though. I wanted to ask you, you've got five steps to stick to and achieve goals that people want to achieve. So what, what are your five steps to stay accountable for your new year's goals? Let's say. Yeah, I think in the spirit of uh, <laughs> the gyms being empty by the 28th of January, I think the real conversation, everyone knows how to create a goal, although I still would, I would very much invite people to consider the why of the goal and to root in that. And then the why? Because they don't want to be fat. They don't want to be fat. <laughs> they want to be You healthier. have a great way. It's kind of like, why do you want? Why do you want a job? Because I want. I don't. I need money. I think. It's, but <laughs> That's I, why. So here, you. You're the first layer. <laughs> oh, I'm not deep. Okay, go on. <laughs> you're my you're you're my deep, not deep friend. No, you. The I'm thing, so deep. You are deep. I know. You go just on. play not deep. Yeah, yeah. I know. So go on, go on. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go you on. no, but honestly, you are again speaking for the for the natural default. That a lot of us think, right? Oh, why do I want to lose weight? Because I want to. Because uh, I want to be thin. Because I want to go to my. I, I want to go to my reunion and and you know, whatever. I want to yeah. stick it to them, right? Right. Um, I don't want clogged arteries. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, but I think that there. I think that if we go into the deeper version of the why, that's where the 
that's where the longevity happens. Right. You know, and that's maybe where you can, it can sustain as a lifestyle. Exactly. You yes. are a good example, despite your shallow answers sometimes about your, <laughs> your <laughs> you are someone who exercises because you know that if not, you will go crazy. This is for your, you know, the vanity is a byproduct, but the sanity was the why. Right. Right. See, I'm deep. You are so deep. <laughs> We just have to access it. We just no, have to get through sense. the first layer. That that's makes all. perfect. Exactly. It's a thick one. But yeah. Okay. okay. So, that's step so, one. So the step one. So when you are in the throes of the of of going into the you know of of the doing of doing the goals of of taking the steps to get to the goals, <clears throat> that during that process you get to, I call this kind of it's like the re series, the R E series, right? Okay. So it's you have to first revisit, revisit the goal. You really get to be consistent about checking back in with what is the goal? What is my vision? Why do I want this? And make that something that that really guides you, right? Let that be the guiding light is the revisiting connect. And then that goes into the next one, which okay. is um, to if it's not sitting with you anymore, if it doesn't inspire you, if you're not feeling alive, if I can use your word, mm-hmm. then it, that that's an opportunity to revise it, right? And revise, when I say that, I mean literally to to see it again, to look again in a new way with new eyes, with with a, a, a deeper awareness of like, you know what, I, I, I've started this process, I, I like it or I don't. What I've learned because, because I've started the process is, is I, I've been training to run and I hate running. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why am I doing that? If it's not for something deeper, then maybe I want to switch to a bike something or whatever it is, right? Um, but to revise, I, I am someone who, I think it's okay to revise. I think it's okay to tweak. I think it's okay to, um, expand. I think it's okay to. Sure. You're always, to, you're always, you are, you should be evolving. Exactly. You so if you're evolving, person. so too should your goals or, right. do, or do your, your, your goals right. get to evolve, right? I'm not right, going to should all over this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then again, in, in the spirit of staying accountable, it, there's, you get to reconnect. So connect again, Right. And that goes back to the meaning behind the mission and really just continuing to unpack and and go to those deeper layers. Ask yourself why, you know, be like a kid and why and why and why. So to find that inner core of why this is so important to you, because if you don't, then it's going to be another goal that you do not meet. And then you get to feel guilt and shit all over yourself and beat yourself up. And then that's not going to work. Right, yeah, Mario? Right. Okay, good. I'm not sure. I'm going to try to. I'm working on my should. <laughs> We're going to get rid of that guilt. I'm Jewish. I, I'm supposed to have Jewish guilt, too. Yeah. I gave that up a long time ago. Um, and then, of course, along the way, you must also recommit, right? Commit again. And I always tell, you know, I don't know if you and Courtney do this, but I do know married couples who consciously wake up and commit again that day to being in that marriage right you do need to re- i get that that um rings true because you do need to recommit not just in your romantic relationships but in i think a lot of personal relationships everything and whatever your um not just your goals but uh uh to, to keep yourself sort of inspired too yeah i to want to keep uh, uh, consistent with it because consistency, I've always been pretty good about being disciplined and, and being consistent. You but are yeah, good. You do need to be. Uh, you do need to recommit to not yeah. get complacent and to make it a conscious choice. Because if it's conscious, right. then you're you, then you're you're choosing it, right? I'm choosing right. to recommit. I'm choosing to commit again to this thing that I said I am committed to doing, mm-hmm. and to make that a conscious act. To make it a it it's it is another form of bringing. 
um, you know, you're you're just rooting in the in the choice around it as opposed to something being put upon. I think, again, people think they should have a New Year's resolution. They think they should lose a certain amount of weight. They think right. they should run a marathon. They think they should do all these things. And that's that's not who says. Yeah. You know, there and are no rules. There are no rules. And if you're going to commit to it, then then commit to it every day. Right. Right. Which leads us then to the respond, right? So responsibility is the ability to respond. It's that's really what, what, what it's about. We have choices, the ability to respond. Yeah. So we have choices even inside of that. So, so again, it's like after you've assessed your needs and made, made any changes that you need, this is where you get to take that fuller responsibility for yourself and your results. And you are not a victim. It's the other way to say that you're not a victim to these resolutions or these results or these goals or, or this, or this action plan. You are the master. You are the author. You are the authority and you get to choose how you respond. And Mm. I'll just, you know, reiterate again that this is all the opportunity in any goal that you set for yourself is to turn the chore of it into the choice. Ah, that's more empowering. It is more empowering and it's more fun and it's more joyful and it's just, and then you are alleviating all of that other, then you're, then you're leading from that place of joy and choice versus guilt and should. And stress. And stress, right. Because again, whoever, whatever part of us is sitting at the head of the table or leading is what we are then infusing into the activity and then creating more of. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make yeah. sense, actually. So it's like we are, it's like if, if we're going to, I I raised, I just had someone write me the meanest email and it, I, I, I was so shocked what'd by you, it. What'd you do? I don't know. <laughs> I, it, it was a very. Was it very, romantic? Was it a romantic No, it was, a, it, was an, it was an executive coaching situation where the, where someone at this company um, wrote me a really mean email and I. They didn't I was, like the session? It wasn't a session. They they were not my client. I had a meeting with 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 the boss of of, of the client. Yeah. Ooh. And I was so shocked by this tone because I'm not used to it. You know, because right. I live a Pollyanna life apparently, right. where no one's mean to me. Because <laughs> well, you're nice. Because I'm nice, and I lead with that, right? And I got this, and I thought my first thought was, "Oh my goodness, this person needs a hug." <laughs> Oh you my know? goodness. And I almost wrote back, do you need a hug? <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> right? But I'm thinking to myself, what is the what what is what are the the family units, the cultures at work that we live in? Like what is the energy that is perpetuated, right? It's like so we all get a we all have a responsibility, the ability to respond to things. I could have written back and killed her in the, I could have I could have just, I could have like nailed her, right? Yeah. And I didn't. I wrote back with love. And I just I didn't say do you need a hug? I sh- I wanted to, but my energy was I'm sending this with a hug what because problem, you clearly though, need by it. The way? Oh, I can't get into it. You can't get into that person. Okay, I'm yes. afraid. No, that, a, I'm sure I was a, slimed. I'm sure there was confidence. It was honestly uh, just there was a there was a disconnect in terms of 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 the purpose of a meeting. Right. And you were supposed and, to. I'm just reading between the lines. You were supposed to hook her up somehow, and then the boss ended up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no, not. no, no. This was the boss. No, right. So the bo- who was the actual client? The client was what the client wasn't a part of. The client was in the meeting, but the intent was to align with the goals. Right. Got it. Right. Yeah, and that's then, what I'm saying. It went south. They not, thought you were going to have them see it one way and ended up going Right. Another. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, I was, and, and then I was deemed ineffective. I'm like, right. well, we haven't done a major portion yet. But if, if but then at that point, I'm deemed like, ineffective. I'm like, if you if this is not a match. It's okay, but you still need a hug, Bubba. That's yeah. what I'm like. <laughs> well, how can people find out if they want to find out more? About 
about, about hugs? Steph- well, no, about, <laughs> uh, about Stephanie Zavendez or Stephanie Z. Stephanie Zavendez. <laughs> um, I have a website, which is my real name, Stephanie with an F, S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E. And my last name, Ziv, uh, spelled Z like zebra, I-E-V like Victor.com. StephanieZiv.com. Well, I'll tell you what, StephanieZiv.com. <laughs> I so enjoyed speaking with you. And I want to be selfish, or I don't want to be selfish with your time at the moment, but would you please come back and we can have a proper session? I'd love it. Like, I, because I got a lot of issues. And <laughs> I do. I feel, you know what? I feel, honestly, just real quick, if I was to, to diagnose myself real quick, I come, I'm a happy individual. You I think are. people can, I, I rarely wake up not in a good You're mood. You're genuinely happy. I'm a happy dude. Yeah. I really am. It's Other, not a, it's not a, it's not like something you just no, fake around. No, I, I like being happy yeah. and, and, and as I've gotten older, I've, I've chilled out a lot more. I used to go from happy, but then if you upset me, I can get, I you can, don't want to upset I, you. I didn't want to, yeah, I feel bad <laughs> and that was bad. And I, I, but I, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like as, as I've gotten older, I'm putting more pressures on myself and there's a, there's still a lot, there's just, I got other little things that, you know what, I, why am I feeling like this? I shouldn't feel like this. I just need a little should. clarity. Should. There's my shoulds. Yep. I'm not going to should myself. Yep. So I'm going to, I'm going to work. Don't all over yourself. I'm going to should all over. No, I'm going to work on that. Don't should all over. Yeah, don't yeah. should all over. I'm, gonna, I'm not going <laughs> to should all over myself. I'm going to get, I'm going to get over it. So if you would come back and we can do a proper session and we can really kind of dive in there. I would love cool? it. And I promise I won't follow up with nasty emails. Thank you. (laughs) Nor should anyone else. Stephanie Ziv, Life Coach. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having me.